Hello, and welcome to this, the 10th edition of Sound Teaching, posted on July 14, 2006. Jesus came to give us life. That was his claim in John chapter 10 and verse 10. I quote, The thief does not come except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. In this discourse, our Lord contrasted his great mission with that of individuals he referred to as thieves and robbers in verse 8. Before we can fully appreciate the magnificence of Jesus' purpose, we must compare it to the actions of the thief mentioned in the first part of the verse. Now, In this passage, Jesus had reference to imposters who claimed to be the Messiah predicted by the prophets and false teachers who attempted to lead the people away from God. The Lord said in verse 8, All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. And as stated in the text, the sole purpose of the thief is to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, Whether intentionally or unintentionally, the result of their teaching was to defraud the sheep of the blessings and life God wished for them. Now, Set against this dingy backdrop of human pretense and religious traditions, our blessed Lord appeared. Sweeping aside those who had gone before, he proclaimed, I have come that they may have life. Jesus proclaimed in this verse the singular reason for his descent to this earth. Before his coming, death reigned. And until he comes again, the only escape from it will be through the avenue afforded us by his coming. As he stated in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus' coming, as mentioned in John 10, encompasses his entire span on the earth. It includes his virgin birth, his miracles, his teachings, his perfect life, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension. But nothing is more central to Christ's granting of life than his sacrificial death. The book of John continually emphasizes Christ's death as the key to our own spiritual life. In John 10:11, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. John 6:51, the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Chapter 11 in verses 49 through 52. But being high priest that year, he Caiaphas prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. In John 14 and 19, Jesus said, A little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me, because I live, you will live also. The key is not just that he came, but rather that he came to die, and in doing so, took away the sins of the world. Our Lord's willingness to suffer the great physical pain and even greater spiritual agony of the cross stands as a proclamation of his love for us. His coming cannot be fully appreciated until we understand he came because he loves you and he loves me. As 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9 states, You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. You see, Paul understood how he had personally gained from Jesus' death. 
He said as much in his letter to the Galatians when he said in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. John affirmed the same thing in his epistle, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 16. When he wrote, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Jesus added to his claim of bringing life by saying that through him they may have it, life, more abundantly. The phrase indicates unlimited life. In other words, we may have life in surplus or superabundance. God assures us of this abundance by revealing two fundamental truths. One, this life is eternal in nature. Two, it is supplied by our omnipotent Lord who gained victory over death 2,000 years ago. Because of his victory, no one can take the cherished gift of everlasting life from our possession. As he stated in John 10:27-28, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Yes, Jesus came to give us life, and if, as his disciples, we follow him, that life is ours. No one has ever supplied a more valuable and precious gift, how blessed we are that he came. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the Westside Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.